Oh, you can't beat a bit of Dinah Ross first thing in the morning. Let's have a look at what we're doing here. Right, it's the LGBT radio show all out. It must be, because Dinah Ross is on. And Claire. Oh, you don't seem to be Claire. No. What have you done with Claire? Uh, I, I, I came in and she wasn't here. Oh. For some reason. Who, are you, who might you be? I'm Annie Wallace. No way. I am. All the way. For for fifty two years now. <laughs> really? No way. Been, no yes, way. On this planet, for, well, actually, no, no, I'm birthing me, but that's uh, so that's new. enough. Excellent. So, so, we, so yes. So instead of the lovely Claire, who is lying down in a darkened room or something, I don't know. Otherwise also, engaged. Otherwise engaged. Uh, I've got Annie Wallace, star of stage, screen, and television. Are you uh, screen? No, no. Well, Just I've, television. I've been in a couple of short films, but have you? I wouldn't call it screen. Are we allowed to talk about those short films? <laughs> yes, they're, they're quite, uh, they're quite acceptable. Oh, okay, that's all right. Then. Perhaps we will a little bit later on. So how are you anyway? I'm grand, thank you. As we Excellent. say in Scotland, yeah. do indeed, yes. Grand. In Aberdeen. In Aberdeen. In Aberdeen. Aye. Marvelous stuff. So you're going to be with me for the next two hours. I know, I know. And we'll be. T- I'm it's sure comfortable chair. It's nice, isn't it? It's lovely. They say, <laughs> you've already rebuilt the studio since you arrived. So <laughs> So uh, we're looking forward to a, to a half credit show. If you could just sort out these lights. Oh, uh, yes, it's a bit knackered, isn't it? I don't it's know what's going a, we on. Don't, you know, we might just be talking to ourselves. I reckon a breaker's tripped somewhere. I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> whilst, whilst between <laughs> songs, we'll have you under the desk. Yeah. And you, you can figure out my wiring. I've got a bit of work for my uh, crust. Indeed, so, yes. exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think well, there's, there's been a few stories in the news we'll be talking about, I think, this yeah, last week. Yeah, quite a lot. Yes. We're going to talk, we had, last had you on... 18 months, a year ago, 18 months, I just don't know. Just over a year ago, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you was just, just coming on to Horrocks, really, just started, I want I to know. move that. You're looking at me going, don't move that microphone, I do, I want to shoot it. It's fine. It's going to collapse. It's oh, great. No, 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 I fixed it. You did? <laughs> she has already fixed my microphone. <laughs> it's just ace. So we're going to be uh, talking about how life's changed. Yeah. How many awards you've been up for, oh, and God, different know. things. and Very embarrassing. Life, no, it's, I think it's ace, <laughs> isn't it? Life's really changed we'll talk about that like, i think it's yeah. brilliant so if anyone's got a question for annie they can email us in of course. this is like good old-fashioned radio i know uh it's uh, radio at allout.info or you can tweet us at the all out radio show and i'm sure you'll be looking at your tweets and your twitter feed as well will you? yes i've got my i've got my little uh, tablet your, here your so I'm, I'm linked to my uh to, to my social media excellent me too <laughs> so uh, it, it should be just my mother going what are you doing uh, <laughs> i can't get the washing machine to work that's what i normally get yes. uh, and other things like that so and yeah. we'll be playing a few of your favorite tunes oh, so that'd be ace. so we're here for the next two hours at this point normally we ask if anyone's got a birthday that you know. Normally, Claire's got 300 relatives that we have to say. <laughs> uh, do you know anyone with a birthday coming up in the uh, next couple of weeks? Oh, God, you know, no, I don't. Um, uh, this is why I go to Facebook and look at the I'm terrible with that. I, I should actually do I should have thought of this beforehand. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, there is one of my friends who's just having a birthday this weekend, but I doubt she'll be listening to the show, but I'm going to put the shout out anyway. Oh, it doesn't matter. No one's listening. Don't, don't <laughs> worry about that one. Just carry on. It's, um, it is my lovely co-star, Nicole Barber Lane's birthday this weekend. Oh, we've been in ten minutes and she's uh, name-dropped already. Who plays Myra. And uh, she's one of my best friends in the show. And um, she had a birthday night out in Manchester and I couldn't go because I oh. was busy helping my theatre group in Cholton. Um, do do their techs, of course, <laughs> and I I kind of had committed to that, so um so I was gutted I couldn't go out and have a bit of a laugh. So happy birthday, Nicole! If you hear this online for or some reason, <laughs> yes. Oh, you can't be a bit of Conchita. She's retiring. Do you know? I have heard. Yes, I have heard that Conchita's creator. Um, 
can't remember his name now. No, um, I can't either. It's so, so bad. <laughs> but I, I did read the story that um, uh, a la Lily Savage, yes. um, the time has come for him to uh, to branch out. And I think maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that things have a certain time. And I think he's probably fed up of squeezing into a, a sequined frock all the time. And not eating. And not eating. And uh, maybe just wants to um, express himself a bit more. I think that's an ideal thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I think Conchita was very important. But uh, oh, I was like brilliant to, at Tom, the time, Tom, wasn't it? That's his Is it? Oh, look at you with your recall. Um, someone's going to um, t- tweet in now and say, actually, no, that's not his No, it's down. Yes. But was it 2014? So it's three years. I think it was 2014. My recall's rubbish. Yeah, I think. So uh, uh, it was just an amazing, that, that amazing incredible thing at the performance time. that yes. just blew everything else away. Yeah, just just solo in the middle it, of the you? stage with that incredible video wall background, and everyone went. <gasps> yeah, and quite right too. It was yeah, amazing. it was just the right time, wasn't it? It's every year we seem to miss the uh, whatever's going to be the big thing at Eurovision. <laughs> we really do, and we just put on Bonnie Tyler. Yes, and that, which is which is fair enough. Uh, <laughs> But then, so every other country comes out with something that just changes it completely, don't they? And we're just yeah. like, wow. Yeah, well, that's it. But sometimes it. It's not us. It does have to come. Yeah. Um, Tom Newworth. There we go. I was oh, right. Thomas you. Newworth. Yeah. Amazing these internet stuff. 2014. You see, I've got my right. tablet here. Yes, yes. You're not branding. You're not naming the brand. Oh, because it's not an iPad. Right, okay, never mind. Um, no, I don't do iPad. No, no, I wave my iPhone at you, my iPad. Well, that's. You do that. I'm a Samsung girl. Do you? You are actually. People might not know this, but you are quite a, a geek. And oh tech no, no! Freak, everyone knows you? that I'm a geek. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm quite, uh, quite forthright in, in saying that. You know, no, I, I for, for many years I worked as a computer technician and a, and a sound designer. So that that you can take you can take me out of the that that situation, but you never take it out of me. You've got 240 <laughs> volts flowing through you at all times. Uh, 12 volts. Safe. Oh, sorry, I see. I don't even know no, these don't things. Need to do Isn't that phantom? Phantom. <laughs> Thing. No, Phantom's 48. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for coming along. It was lovely to have you on the show. Yes. Yeah, I'm boring everyone to tears. Uh, no, not um, me. So, no, no, um, yeah, the Samsungs are... Um, oh, I'm not going to make an advert for them, but the, I just find them to be uh, better than Apple's product. And also, you're not burdened by Apple's um, autocracy of you'll only, the ha- app store you'll only have things. apps that uh, we want you to have because it, it's a very open system where people can develop their own apps and they can put them on websites, you can download them, you can do whatever. Everything has to go through an app store on Apple. And then you have to use iTunes for the for the phone. Yes. This is easy. Plug it in, drag and drop it on like, uh-huh. a, like a USB stick. You do get some not so good apps therefore I, mean, I think I mean I suppose actually you're thinking about my phone you get some quite poor ones on there as well yeah. but you, it, it does allow you know, isn't there the risk of uh, real tripe coming through well yeah there absolutely is and and certainly there is some stuff out there but the ones that I have tried and chosen and that kind of thing they just seem to work and then again you know when you're talking about Android and Apple the, the, the apps operate very much the same so you know, if you're changing a phone, or if you're deciding to change your um, your allegiance, um, then you <laughs> no, know half every day. <laughs> it, it is, it is allegiance. Um, then you know you work the apps the same. Uh, and but the, the, I mean, the cameras on the Samsungs are just phenomenal. So yes. I'm I'm Samsung girl. Da, da, da. I'm sure there's a Japanese song for that. Other other br- well, yes, probably. Other brands are available. Which, other brands which I think are we've available? covered adequately. But I actually really? quite like this Christmas. 
I know you got kind of an Alexa stuff going on, which is, of course, another big brand, and you got yeah. your dot. And I bought the Samsung Smart Things malarkey. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. Which is oh, not as been as good as quite, you know, there's only so many times you can be told the front door's open. Well, I'm yeah. thinking, what else can I do with this? But I've got light bulbs yeah. that I've made work, and I can now, with Alexa, go, Alexa, turn the lights off. Oh, that's too. actually sure he doesn't say that. I don't know what that <laughs> <that's> <laughs> people, 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 yeah. <laughs> Alexa, turn it up a bit, so then everyone's radios are now gone louder in the room. That's right. Because I play all it's through that. Clever, it yeah. is quite clever, but then I've been asking her questions, and she goes, I'm sorry, I don't know that. I was like, mm, well, you it's know, only a Google you, search, it, love. It depends how you word it, like everything. But, yeah. um, but like, you're, like you're talking to a four-year-old, I yeah, think. Yeah, you do definitely have to treat her with them, um, with the, the, just gently. Yes. Phrase phrase your words gently. It's one way of putting it, isn't it? <laughs> yes, and not ask her anything that's difficult or no. has more than one syllable. But you know, the, the, the Amazon Dot, which is the one I bought because I didn't yes, need, the, I, I I didn't need the speaker. Yeah. Um, it's only fifty pound. I thought yeah. I'll, I'll give that a punt. It looks like fun, and I'm a geek. I like that kind of thing. Well, of course, once you get that, then you think, oh, I want this and that, and then it's probably about three hundred quid in oh, plugs well, and sockets and uh, lumps yeah. and things. Because I've really kind what of. What else have you made it. it work with then? Well, well we're this is tech corner. This is tech corner. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't very gay. No, it's not. It's well, actually, not. I think gays and gadgets go together, right. don't they? I, I think, think we're right. all right. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, no, I went for the Belkin Wemo stuff, which oh, has got yeah. um, the bulbs and the sockets. Yeah. So that's all controllable. And then I've also got the, the Nest thermostat. Oh, I want that. <laughs> this is, we must move on. But I want, is it good? Love it. Is it good? It's the best thing in the world. Just being able to, you know, oh, I'm staying out a bit longer. I'll save a bit of gas. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just make it come on in an hour or two. And, oh, just fantastic device. Let's play a song while we, while we, we, while we just come to, continue talking about our, our gadgets. Come to tech corner, which today we are looking at the... Yes, uh, and we'll be right back with... with um, pl- oh, no, let's plug in now. We, Mog said, plug my, plug my show before you go. He's on. Yes. Mog, who was on before us, um, he does... Uh, he's in a band, the Lonesome and Penniless Cowboys. I went, that's not very LGBT. Mm. And he was like, well, we do dress up in cowboy outfits. And I thought, well, that'll do. Yeah. So he's on Chats. at the uh, yes. I, oh, I hope he doesn't get his anyway. Um, he's on at Fred's Ale House next Saturday at uh, probably about eight o'clock. So uh, there you go. Uh, so do listen to that. And I'm in the meantime, we're going to play one of your favourite songs, which is Royals. Yeah. Why? Is, uh, why is this one of your favourite songs? Because it's the whole message of it is just. Um, looking at uh, the, the, the rich the lifestyles of the rich and famous and saying well that's not our lifestyles and we don't we don't really subscribe to that we've got our own way of life we've got our own way of enjoying ourselves and um, I just and also I love her voice and the stripped down uh, but the harmonies in it are astonishing in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the moon Lord. Good Lord. Excellent Good Lord. stuff. And the, the rebuild of the studio carries on apace. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, now, you're now down to the uh, headphone sockets. So yes, you're doing yes. well there. Slightly wobbly. You need it. I think that needs a replacement. So these old, old careers never leave you? No, and I wouldn't want it to either because I've, well, like I say, I've always been a geek and I'm proud of being a geek. The geeks shall inherit the earth. Um, <laughs> well, they're going to have to, well, the only ones who can work anything. Um, and it's, you know, these things start as hobbies and then you end up doing it for a job. And um, Is that a good thing, though? 
Because then you are having to do it as a job all the time. I think, oh yeah, do something you love, and every day is not a, every day is a pleasure or no, something. I, I like, found mm. it fine. I found it fine. The only time that I failed is when I tried to do management when I was in a computer job, and I failed at that because I can't manage. <laughs> Can't do anything. No, I can't. I can't. I'm 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 hands on person. So, but now now I can. A creative person, of course. Creative. Yeah. Now my uh, my my computer geekery is just um, restricted to my own little um, home studio, which is fine. Because I remember we we kind of really first met years ago when I did a little radio project in in good old Chalton, uh-huh. of which you are acquainted. Oh, yeah. And you built as an upstairs studio as a rehearsal thing because we did loads of live plays. Yes. I tried yeah. to make Radio 4 in Chalton. Yeah. And we did loads of plays and you were sitting there with all the little knobs and buttons and stuff. Yeah. You had so much tech and you put all the internets in and things yeah. for us. It was ace, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a good little... Very short-lived but good bit of fun and um, it just showed you what, what you can do when you when a community pulls together and pools resources and all that kind of thing. Um, and it was very successful. Well, of course, it went for two years, didn't it? Yeah. So, uh, but it was only that second year that we got the FM broadcast. Yeah, it was really good. Which was wonderful. And we had Badly Drawn Boy playing for oh, us yeah. on the bridge. You remember? remember more than we, oh, we did, yeah. Across the... the uh, yeah, yeah, so... It was good, wasn't it? In, in the precinct at Chalton. It was, it was lovely. It's just a shame it couldn't have gone on for longer. But yeah. it's very difficult to broadcast an FM. And very, very expensive. Very expensive. That, that two weeks cost us £10,000. Exactly. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's such a shame. Yes. Which is why community radio is amazing, actually. We're sitting here in a community radio station in South Manchester that's been going 15, 16 years. Really? And it's amazing. I mean, it looks like it in places, doesn't it? But we still keep on air <laughs> and it still keeps going. Great. Yeah. But do, do if you. And the Stockport's got problems with its pure's losing really? its license because they can't afford to run that as well because they do cost a lot of money. So it's, if you've got any money you're feeling f- fanciful and uh, philanthropic, then do chuck it our way. Yeah, definitely. We would like it. So you said before, hmm. I you do kind of techie things and you're sitting there <laughs> yeah. in the lights, doing kind of the lights thing, I think, at the Chorlton Players. Yes. And I, I've seen you in a I play just... there many years ago. Yes. So were you often sat at the back thinking, I want to be up on the stage and be in the bright lights myself? Well, no, I, I was. I was doing both. Yeah. You know, I've, I've always been... Um, an actress I've been you know school amateur all that kind of stuff I just the the thing when I was with the Chalton Players is that um, sometimes I would be in a play on stage and if I wasn't cast or there wasn't an appropriate part for me I would just go okay well I'll do the tech so I was all, I was involved in most of the shows to one way or another. Now I, I restrict myself really to design and um, and programming because we've got some nice equipment now. So we just do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but no, um, you don't you don't need the uh, you don't need the limelight on you as much on, in that respect no, now, do the you? Limelight, no, 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 no. It's it's different. But you know, the, the stage is the stage is brilliant because you have a direct contact with uh, with the audience. It's fabulous. Um, television is a bit more. Um, I I don't want to use the word mechanical because it's not, but it's it's a much more planned process of creating a television program out of many different um, units and scenes and they're all shot out of out of order. Yeah, is it quite <clears throat> weird? It's weird because you have to get yourself into the point of view or the, or the mindset that you were in on a previous scene which in the show took place five minutes earlier. So you have to have that continuity of thought and continuity of emotion. And sometimes... Um, such as the recent episodes where our wonderful John Paul left. Um, it was a very emotional episode, and, um, you know, Sally was losing her son. Not, you know, losing him, but, um, you know, she just made yeah. contact. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 but, yeah definitely. Um, so it's, it's kind of getting yourself into that mindset of going, OK, remembering how you felt then and trying to recreate that. 
and that that in itself is a skill and one which I found a bit tricky to begin with because in stage you have a through line so you start at one position and you carry all the way to the end um, television is very different and um, yeah that was a learning process but the, the actors who I was working with were incredibly helpful with that they really were they're not they're not all a bit kind of because uh, I don't know anything about Hollyoaks so I'm not, I'm not referring to any of them but I've heard things about I know friends who have worked on Corrie in the past yeah. and there are some older divas in the cabin uh, around on the show and so some mm. of them you know can be a little bit yeah. touchy about new people coming along and things like that um I can't speak for Coronation Street, although, although I, I did do you some do work for Corrie. I do have a connection. I do have a connection, yes. I was never part of the actors um, in there, so I wasn't in the green room. I, I wasn't part of that vibe, you know, although I, some of the actors are still very much my friends. Um, I know, I saw you with one the other day. <laughs> yes, we'll I talk about that in a minute. Yes, well. <laughs> uh, and certainly uh, Hollyoaks just doesn't have it. Uh, I mean, our Ken Barlow is um, Tony Hutchinson, right. played by the lovely Nick Pickard. Is he the? Was he the landlord of the dog, the duck, the? Pub? He's done every job. Yeah. on all. I haven't watched it since. But it you, very first began. Well, you might remember honest. he used to run the video shop. Right. Called, oh, which him. is called Got It Taped. Right. Oh God, that was old, wasn't it? Remember video running yeah. VHS. Yeah, um, do you remember? Yeah. So, um, and he was in the very first episode and continues to this day and. Is lovely, and I think that's one of the things that really struck me when I started working there. Just how lovely everyone is, and and it's not fake. You know, it's not darling. How are you? Yes, stabbing in the back. Like, you have, have you yeah, turned? Yeah, you know, it's Aya. How are you doing? Morning. How are you? Do you want a biscuit? What coffee? Yeah, I'm fine with that. And how are you doing? It's absolutely. People are happy to be there. People are. Um, it's not, I won't use the words grateful for the job at all because obviously some people have been there for a long time. It's just a kind of friendly, welcoming environment. I'm closer to some people than others, as you do with any yeah, job. any job. Um, but the, the, the air of kind of friendliness, and when we get new people in, we're very keen on going, hi, how are you? How are you, how are you doing? How, what character are you playing? How long are you here for? Welcome. Have a seat. Yeah. Are you worth getting to know? <laughs> Do I add oh, you on Facebook so at this point? Oh, I've worked in these so places. Cynical. No, it's it's genuinely not like that. We really enjoy having new faces come into the green room because it it just keeps it constantly changing, constantly lively, and and it's really sad when we've got people who who leave. Which um, you know, we, we've had quite a lot of people leave in the last year since I joined, to be honest. And uh, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> And and we're so sorry to see them go um, because you know they've become friends and that and we just wish them well and for their careers. For, for those who don't, the people are thinking, what's going on here? It's because just over a year ago, in fact, twenty eighth of October two thousand and fifteen, I was like, no way. I know. You started. It was your first television appearance on Hollyoaks. My first television appearance on Hollyoaks. So that's what we are. Talk- why we're sitting here talking about Hollyoaks and that's our soap and. And you were you were special for a reason. There was a there was a reason why it was such a big deal. Not only just for you it was a big deal, yeah. but for the LGBT community as a whole, it was quite a big deal, wasn't it? Well, it was um, it was part of that amazing 2015 when uh, television people decided that they would actually try and get some trans actors into their TV shows. Actual um, real trans actors real playing trans, trans actors, characters. Correct, uh, because previous to 2015, it just didn't happen. Um, it was usually um, cisgendered uh, or non-trans people who were playing trans characters, and um, myself and a whole lot of other people who, who you know, we were going, 
why won't you see us? Yeah. And there seemed to be some kind of barrier. Um, whether it was a case of they didn't know us or whether they just thought we wouldn't be up to the job, who knows what the reasoning yeah. was. But um, 2015, it all changed. And we started with Bethany Black, who is a, a fabulous Manchester resident yeah. here. Um, in Levy? In Levy. Not in far. Levy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Beth Black was in um, Cucumber and Banana. She had her own banana episode. Yeah. Uh, then we had um, Rebecca Root in Boy Meets oh, Girl and BBC great, Two, which yep. went for two series. Yeah. And then um, EastEnders and Hollyoaks both um, auditioned for new characters and um, announced pretty much at the same time uh, was Riley Carter Millington yep. for EastEnders and myself for Hollyoaks. And um, uh, Riley started just a couple of days after me on, you know, just on, on Halloween episode, I believe. Okay. But it's gone now. Yeah, that's the sad part it about what the BBC is doing at the moment because they they had so much um, plans and you know with with the BBC the, the Trans Comedy Award which led to Boy Meets Girl, so Boy Meets Girl hasn't been renewed for a third series. No. Um, Riley, in my personal opinion, was I think really badly treated at EastEnders. I mean, I don't mean in terms of badly treated. I mean, they, I just didn't write for him, and he's yeah, a great he never really actor. appeared. There was the first couple of episodes and was just kind of hanging on in the background kind of waiting for background. the storyline and nothing really ever happened no, for him. There was a there was a flash of it when when um uh, Kyle his character um Kyle's mother turned up played by Denise Welch and uh, there was some really lovely She gets everywhere, don't she? Oh, she's a busy woman. <laughs> very busy woman. Um and really lovely scenes, very very painful because, you know, um Kyle's mother rejected and just says I keep seeing you as the name yeah. as Kyle's former name and it was terrible and uh, and did they dead name him yeah okay. yeah yeah um and was it relevant for that was it because we know it's not a done thing at all the it character the character would have done it because it was Kyle's mother okay and it, yeah it, it was it was appropriate that, that that she would so um and that was it really it kind of went very quiet and I was really disappointed to hear that um uh, basically he was having his year contract but it wasn't being renewed and I thought writers come on <laughs> you know he's, so much more. he's a great young actor and they could have just uh, and, and especially considering that they've just concentrated a lot recently EastEnders on this young cast that they've brought in yeah. which is it's looking at cyberbullying and everything but a lot of it is just painfully awful because it's teenagers messing about with each other and it's like oh please on Snapchat uh, just mm. <laughs> terrible and I thought Riley could have done a lot better and I'm really I really hope he goes on to, to bigger and better things because he really deserves it yeah because we don't want it to all come to a, a peak and no. then it just everything just drift away don't but we? that's that's where we are at the moment I'm okay. the last, last uh, the last stand, one standing, one standing and, um, and I think that's a bit of a shame Daft Punk Mm. Now, often what I'd often do is I forget that actually we might have chosen the wrong version of my iPod and have different <laughs> things, and we often play the orchestral version or the karaoke uh, version. So actually, I've just realised that was the right one. I think. Yeah. So, love it. and it's the choice of Annie Wallace. Oh, thank you. From from Hollyoaks. Yeah, from, from the, Hollyoaks. The H. Yeah. From, is that what you? Is, it, is that what we? As the down in the down do the, the H? Kids? They say when it's when it's when it's 
when, when they want us to vote for, for something in uh, an awards or something, they say, come on, everyone, do the H. <laughs> oh, and she is doing, like, kind of YMCA-type things it now. Is. This is Radio Love. I know you're used to the telly, but this is we're on the radio Oh, there's here. no camera. Oh. No cameras, no, we're not. Oh, so that one's not live. It's not, not LBC. Security. Okay. No, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> we're not, yeah, other radio stations. <laughs> hey, it just becomes TV then, doesn't it? It's like... I know. That's not radio, really. No, no. no it's like the poor Terry Wogan uh, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm muttering. It's the LGBT <laughs> radio show. Yes. And... Um, Annie's come in for, for standing for Claire. Uh, and we wish, we wish Claire very well. I don't think she's off because she's uh, ill. She's just having a week off. I think she's doing a gig somewhere. Or she gigs okay. all the time. She was off she to does. Manchester the other week. Yeah. Off, uh, doing demos very and things. She is too. She's fabulous. Yeah. She's fabulous. Well, in fact, with her guitar. For some of the things I think we're going to talk about later on, it would be nice to have her opinion on, actually. But yeah. well, perhaps we'll text her and ask her. Um, we can. But life changed immeasurably for you yeah. on the, on that 28th of October but a little bit beforehand so it's you've worked with Corrie in the past this is what we know from the last time you were on yes and stuff around Hayley which is the character that you alluded to before yeah the first trans the per, first permanent trans character but wasn't played by a trans person that's right yeah. played by lovely Julie Hesmondhouse of course indeed who's um, doing really well in Broadchurch have you watched oh, that oh god it's so good sure but who's done it who do you think? Do you, oh, you probably know. No, I, no, 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 no. They all had to sign a non-disclosure oh, agreement really? and everything. It's, yeah. it's proper. Um, it's proper. Is it one where they filmed seven endings and we don't know till the very end? No, what they uh, well, I don't. Not quite sure about this series, but I do know the, um, that the first series. Um, what they did was uh, nobody knew at all who had done it until the scripts came out for the last episode right. so they, they had to film every, and they filmed it all in order as well so that might be doing the same with this one I don't know all it, all it was as Julie said I can't tell you anything oh. she just says all I can tell you is that I've got a fairly big role in it and I can't tell you anything else she's, got, like, she's <gasps> got the main role hasn't she well yeah she is she the, is it, it. the um, character so that's and I'm so happy that it is so it really shows her skill at just being completely real. And there's so many close-ups and everything of her as oh, well, and you're just like, oh, that must stark. be hard, having yeah. to act and be that close to the camera yeah. all the time as well. It was, you know, yeah. off in the distance walking down a path is easy enough, <laughs> but having to have emotion on your face and, and be warts and all. But you that's, know. that's what she learned on, on, on Corrie, you know, and and that that was really one of the things that was the best thing about her performance of Haley. How long was she undoing that? Only 20 years? 16 years. 16 years. 16 wonderful years. And you were an advisor, because it should be talking about you. Uh, <laughs> you were an advisor to her on that. How did you first meet Julie on that and um, get involved in Corrie? Well, it, 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 it's a convoluted story because it came from two sides. Um, I, I watched it and with, with trepidation because previous to that, every single TV programme that I had seen about a trans character had been... They are either dying, depressed, uh, drug addicts, um, or um, unlucky in love, or whatever. You've seen it. more on telly than I have, then. Maybe. Well, no, there was quite a few films. Like there was one called Different for Girls, and various elements. Of course, the Crying Game and everything. Of course. Uh, yeah. So it's it's the, the, this element of tragedy amongst trans people yes. was always the, the the kind of running gag. How could we ever be happy? How could we be happy? Oh, well, you know. It's, it's you've made this terrible decision and you know, you're going to suffer for it in the end. And you're never a real woman, Rubbish. as we'll find out from Jenny Murray later. Well, we won't find out from her, but we'll, no, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, but, so I started watching it and I thought, gosh, this is amazing. 
because I really saw myself in the character at the time. Did you have a red a red cagoule? Yes, <laughs> I, I did have a red. I've got a red cagoule as well. No, we it's not cagoule. It's, it's a proper. Oh, we call no, it Hayley in our house. No, it's, a, it's a proper. Um, it's a proper, proper pa- padded anorak with a, with a tartan lining. Oh. Uh, but it was just the fact that she was such a nervous character and she was just trying to fit in and be nice and not rock any boats and everything and that's that's really how I was at the, way back at the beginning in the late 80s uh, many many decades ago and so I was really impressed and I went wow this, this is brilliant so you wanted to go without kind of by in stealth mode isn't it really where you yeah. wanted to go without being seen and you didn't right. want to stick your head above the parapet no. and go no, no I just want to get on with my life and right. get through a day without being people Abs- pointing or looking I that's suppose that's it yeah and, and through a series of luck just physically and voice and stuff like because I've always had this voice and I didn't I didn't change it I've always spoken like it uh, which was embarrassing in my <laughs> teens as you can imagine so uh, I was just so impressed so I wrote believe it or not I wrote the Radio Times and I had a letter published just saying how impressed I was and everything like that and um, and I wrote to Julie and I wrote to the studio and I just was like look there's anything I can do mm. no <laughs> no but it's well no, done just giving yeah, um, an opinion on it. Just giving an opinion. Yeah. Because I thought they, they need reinforcement. They need to know that they're doing the right thing because a lot of people were slagging it off and going, oh, this is right. Yeah. And a lot of people oh, were going... And even in the show, the characters were as well, weren't they? Les Battersby. And oh, that was, came was later. Of, oh, was it? Oh, God. Oh, no, that came okay. later. That came later. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so Julie sent me this lovely postcard saying, um, thanks for getting in touch. I'm really... Thank you for... You know, seeing what you did, and I might contact you later for advice. Was it her advice. first break as well? Had she been seen before? She had been seen before in a few things. Um, she'd done a couple. She, she, IMDM, IMDb, and now while you're talking, oh, there you go. No, I can tell you. Uh, she was in uh, Pat and Margaret, that Victoria Wood film. Uh, yeah, uh, she, she briefly. I like uh, that. She was in a Catherine Cookson thing. Um, so she's on every day on ITV Three, then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I think an, an episode of DL in Pasco. Oh, really? So she'd done a little bit of stuff. And, of course, like all actors at the time, went into the bill. Uh, yes. Every actor except me, because... It was, it was too late. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Even I could have been in the bill. I know, I never made it. Yeah. Uh, so she did quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. But, but it wasn't um, regular. It was just kind of like um, guest roles and that. But um, enough to show that, she, you know, she had presence on screen I think and, yeah. and I think the you've Corny- done all of them I'm just trying I'm going through all the others going oh yeah no this one that one yeah Melon Sue oh that's a, on a radio show carry on no sorry yeah I'm- so um, and then of course I was working with Press for Change at the time the uh, the group that were um, pre- pressure group that were trying to get political change for trans people um, in terms of granting legal rights and everything like that which of course didn't exist um, up till 2004 yeah and I was Kind of working in the background in terms of I was writing to MPs and I was I was I was the soft approach, writing to MPs, um, going online and trying to garner support. And th- I was doing my bit, and they contacted me and said, "Look, we've been in, the Coronation Street have contacted us and they want someone who's going to help them with stories and circumstances and life events. Are you interested?" And I went, "Yes." <laughs> Snap the hand off. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. No, do you? no, because I was really into it at the time and watching. So, uh, and and that's what happened. I just sort of gravitated towards it, and without giving you all the nitty gritty, I did it for about eighteen months, kind of regularly, and then it kind of tailed off because I think I'd given them as much as they needed, 
um, once we talked about marriage and adoption storylines and all that kind of thing. And but I kept my contact up through the years, and obviously I was <clears throat> was re- really good friends with Julie by that time. And um, yeah, it just sort of that's how it kind of happened. <laughs> Excellent, because you share the same birthday as Haley, didn't you? So there's lots of things taken from you and your love and your love of rock music. Was it? Yes, or something? There was... Th- that was just the writers really playing. Yeah. They were just going, "Oh, we'll we'll, do, we'll put this in." Yeah, just as a kind of smile to Annie, and it was really nice for them to do it. And uh, yeah, but it was of course a big, big secret. Um, we kept it a secret for a very long time, just because I didn't want I didn't want the attention. I didn't want that kind of thing, and and I only kind of went public about it at a thing that we did for Manchester Pride just before I started on Hollyoaks yes. and um, that was a wonderful evening because I said, um, I said uh, I've been the advisor for a character of Healy Copper and that's the first time I've ever said that in public <laughs> and my fr- a whole load of my friends were there including um, a load of the Coronation Street writers and stuff and they all stood up and went yes at last oh, brilliant. <laughs> and it was just one of these kind of epiphany moments, it was wonderful and then everything happened after that, you know, Hollyoaks and whatnot. So it, it was a real roller coaster, 2015. You know. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a yeah. second. Another track, actually, which is one of my favourite tracks as well, is um, Giorgio Moroder. Uh, Why is this a favourite? Now we have a long intro. We can talk. Are we can pretend we're doing proper radio. Hang on, let's should we try this. There you go. Go on, yeah, talk over that. It's a very long intro. It's um, about 20 this, minutes. This song encapsulates friendship and love and it's the theme of the Cholton players whenever we get together at a party this record comes on and we all stand in a circle and sing along and link arms and and we'll always be together however far it seems oh and we cry <laughs> oh a bit of Giorgio Moroder that was 83ish uh, 84.5 84.5 yeah, yeah, 84.5 uh, to coincide with the movie Electric Dreams oh of course yes. I never saw it but I just loved um, uh, Human League and Don't You Want Me which is 81 because yes. it's all now what they're doing on Top of the Pops at the minute on, on BBC4 oh, so I sit there and go I know, it's there's the cast era. of the kids from Fane they were on the other day Top of the Pops 83 is being shown at the moment and, ace, and I'm it? just like going this is my time I yeah. love it I love it I love it it's when music first really meant something to me and, I was, mm. and from then you know then whole of the 80s from then on you go I know this I can, and you can say the exact year on Popmaster yeah. Yeah, exactly. it, it's just, just great <laughs> exactly. isn't it exactly it's great <laughs> so how did we get let's do quick, quick before we go to the next song okay. how did you get from being advisor to, to Hales mm-hmm. to um, being on Hollyoaks and then we'll talk about a little bit more about Hollyoaks and how your life has changed after the news and you news, I say news as if I'm on Radio 4 uh, after, after the advert we'll yeah. do that after the advert and we, these, we'll talk about news and then events that you want to that you're coming yeah, up and stuff like definitely. that so we're definitely going to talk about a few events that you're plugging yeah just a few yeah um, no what happened was I, as I say I, I fell in with the, the actors um, you know having a pint in the in the bar afterwards and um and I, d- I told them that I went to, uh, to you know, National Youth Theatre and I'd wanted to do that, but money had prevented me from going on to drama school. So it'd always been a dream to be to act? My entire life, up yeah. to a certain point, but I realised I didn't have the money to, to go to drama school. And they said, well, you know, there's two of them in Manchester and you can get a student loan. And I thought, 
oh my god this is actually possible so i moved to manchester um when what kind of year do we know 99 99 okay i moved in 99 yeah and i applied to drama school in 2000 to both drama schools the Arjun and the so a little older than the average student at that point 99 yeah so were you kind of the mature student in the corner going i am you know i can do this i'm not going to sit there and get drunk and blame someone else for it all the life a bit you know never been there myself (laughs) so how did that feel wonderful um, as I say, I didn't get in the first year. I got in the, the, the second one. So I started in 2001. Three of the best years of my life. Yeah. And, you know, I... Th- how can I put it? Um, being with a group of younger people, it, I really kind of relaxed and I became more... Less uptight and thinking, oh, well, you're just children in a really <laughs> haughty way. And going, actually, no, you're my mates. And, and I started being a bit more childish. And they started being a bit more grown up. And we kind of met in the middle. And, um, yeah, I'm still very close to, to a lot of them. And uh, wonderful, wonderful time. So graduated 2004 with a relatively decent mark, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that matters in Is drama it, school. No, yeah. Do you still get firsts and yeah, two you ones still get and that. two Yeah, I got a two one and I was happy oh. with that. Not um, even a Desmond. What? A Desmond Tutu. Oh, no, no, no. No, see. That's very good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you see. I've not even got a degree, so carry on, love. <laughs> but I was just happy that I'd gone to university, and I was the only member of our family who'd, who had. So I'd, I kind of, I had got, A, I'd had drama training, and B, I'd got a degree, and it was just wonderful. Excellent. And then I didn't get much work. I did some bits and pieces, but then I went back into computers, because that's what pays the rent. And it took a long time to build the acting career back up again, really. So, um... Yeah, I was pretty much not acting except in amateur for quite a while. And how did that feel? Do you were you going for auditions? Do you feel you could go for auditions because you weren't out at this point? No, and also I didn't have an agent, uh, and that's and tricky. is that difficult to get? Oh, very difficult. Yeah, really difficult because you have to catch twenty two. You have to have done work to get an agent. Oh, okay, and so you need you, an agent. To it's get like they get work. experience to get the job. Yeah, yeah. So, not easy, is it? So it didn't work out for me that. Um, but I was relatively happy in the computer job for a while. And then um, it just kind of escalated towards the end of the of the 2000s. And then 2010, I got um, Shameless. I got one episode of Shameless, oh, of which got me an agent. And then uh-huh. I started to get more auditions. And then, of course, the, 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 the trance year of, of yeah. 2015. Really, it started 2014 was when it started to, to pick up really quite strongly. And, um, and I thought, well, there's something in the water. I might, I might be, I might be in a good position here because there's more work. The right place being at the right offered. time. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, more work being offered. So if I, if I kind of put myself out there, then who knows? Brilliant. What will happen? Okay. Mm. Well, what we'll do, we need to play the uh, the advert that keeps this station going. So uh-huh. we'll do that, and then we'll do a song. Cool. A song. I'm going to play a bit of Christine and the Queens. You're listening to All FM 96.9, the real voice of Manchester. If you listen to us, if you've ever had your music played on All FM, if we've ever helped you promote your event or given airtime to your good cause, or if, like us, you just believe that diverse, distinctive community radio deserves to thrive and prosper, please consider donating to the All FM Fund. Even if you can only donate 50p, every penny goes towards keeping your favourite shows on air and making sure we continue to provide an excellent service to our community. If you are feeling charitable, just visit www.allfm.org and click on the Donate Now button. Visit www.allfm.org and donate to the real voice of Manchester. 
Give us all you can spare to keep us on air. Thank you for your support. And you're listening to the All Out Radio Show here on Lovely All FM. And I've still got, I'm Murray, and I've still got the lovely Annie Wallace here. I'm still here. You are still here. You won't leave, in fact. No, no, they tried pushing me out the door, but they it's won't. It's just not happening, know, is it? Hanging on my grim death. And we had a phone call thinking, oh, someone's asking it was for the wrong number. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's always the way. So, we've been talking the last hour about um, Holly coming out on Hollyoaks mm. and getting a job in Hollyoaks. So, life must have changed a bit for you, because, you know, you were just bumming about around your local area and doing, you know, IT things. And now, yeah. you're on the telly. How many time nights a week sometimes? Oh, sometimes five times a week. Five times a week. <laughs> At tea time. But it does, Is it half, uh, half six? Half it's, six and channel you, you four. You can tell I'm a big viewer. Yeah. Yes. And then they, they do the preview episode afterwards on um, E4 at seven o'clock. Oh, so you can watch the next day's... If you want... If you safety work, say, for, well, that, straight after. Yeah. Mo- most people... Um, watch the, the Channel 4 one. Yeah. But the diehard fans don't watch the Channel 4 one, they watch the E4, E4 because one. that's the that's the latest episode, really. It's like watching The Archers, listening to The Archers then, isn't it? <laughs> Is that's it? A, that's, as high, that's as good as it. Well, because you can hear the same episode at the 2 o'clock the next day or the new one. No, it's not the same. So I'll, well, I'll be quiet. There are previews involved, shall Yes, we? yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of how my life's changed, um, it hasn't as much as you think. Uh, because well, there was this limousine pulled up outside with you in fur earlier. Is that you know? Is no, that I, think, I think I think you're confusing me with Barbara Cartland, dear. <laughs> and Diana Ross was just Dinah in Ross for a, for a show. That's right. So, but you must get recognised now. Yes, I do. Uh, but it's not as much as had I been in Corrie, for example. Oh, okay. Corrie has a much. You've just got to look at the percentage of of viewers. Like Corrie gets about six or seven million. We get about a million. Okay, so um, not to in any way minimise that because uh, th- those million are really passionate Absolutely. viewers. But it does mean that I don't get as much kind of attention, would you say, than if I was in Corrie. I get probably a very handleable amount, you know. I was, I, I Which is a nice way for it to be. Yeah, it, it is. It is really because, you know, it does. It means it doesn't affect my, my the life of, I had before and still have. I'm still staying in the same flat, in the same place. You know, I'm doing pretty much the same things, going to the, my local bar in Cholton or whatever, and uh, going to the restaurant. It, it, I, I haven't suddenly escalated myself up into going have to the store in, in this town centre. Do you know who I am? Never. Good. But I do say it in joke to yes. my friends. Yeah, I could imagine. I, said, I, 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 I say up? that as well. Do you think I should go up and say, do you know who I do am? I, do you know who I am? And, and go, then they no. slap me. Yes. And they'll go, no, just to put you back down again. <laughs> and it's like, just stop being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, no, I would never do that. No. It's, um, it's just... Before, I used to get up in the morning and drive my car to my job and do my job and then go home. And that's the same thing as I do now. I have to get up much earlier. I have to get up at six o'clock because we start at seven thirty. So it's very yeah. But I knew there was a reason I wasn't an actor. And it's Liverpool that I have to drive to, so you know it's a it's a little schlep. It's a trek. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it used to take me forty minutes to drive across the city, some in a, with a different job and in a different life. Um, now it takes forty minutes to drive to work in Liverpool. Yeah. So that's what I do. I I, I go to my day job and then I come home and I do the washing just like everyone else. So it's not changed me in terms of I'm not suddenly got a, <laughs> a kind of celebrity lifestyle and also I don't do much celebrity stuff um, you know I've been invited in a few 
TV programmes that Charlemagne Nameless that I've said no to. Oh, really? Like daytime kind of chat show yeah, type yeah, things? Yeah, it's not my kind Any of kind thing. of women that are loose at all or that's that kind of? Or Lorraine? I'm going to name them all until you say yes. I'd be very happy to go on Lorraine, but okay. uh, that hasn't happened yet. But you uh, listen to Lorraine, love. I know she's always tuning I, in. I don't do looseness. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it's it's like... Um, I find it... It just, just sits a bit odd. I did the right stuff, which was nice, because it wasn't all about me, me, me. It was it was actually, when you go on the right stuff, you talk about the news headlines and you talk about your opinions about it and all that kind of thing. And that's interesting, and that's about talking yeah. about the whole thing. I mean, I know we're sitting here talking about me, but it's slightly easier in a radio context. Yeah. But when you're doing it on television, it's it can be a little bit, well, just embarrassing. Just mm, have to talk about myself again. So And they've got skills that can embarrass you, and I haven't. So yeah, there yeah. is that. And yeah, exactly. And also, it, it, it's what watched by a huge amount of people, and it's not my so thing. Have you had any negativity? Because Twitter is is the place where <laughs> where the devil hangs out, basically, and yes. it's, it's an, it can be the most awful place in the world. There are many devils on Twitter. Exactly. And have you had much? I've had a little, a little bit, yeah. But they're just and what's from, that like? Yeah, but it doesn't really bother me at all. You're a better person I'm, than I am. I'm nearly fifty-two years old, and I've I've seen and heard it all. I've been shouted at in the street. I've had things thrown at me in the street um, when I wasn't out, you know, in the in years past, uh, because there was always people who could somehow tell that I was trans. And uh, yeah, I got school kids, school kids particularly. Is it really awful. Mm. <laughs> um, Little darlings. Little, lovely little things <laughs> to all you lovely school children. <laughs> but generally speaking, uh, the everything's been good. And the stuff I have had on Twitter is just your random drive-by abuse merchants. Usually just an egg who, rather an, an than... An egg. A, yeah. or, so, or sometimes someone... Yeah. And it's just kind of... Uh, sorry, I forget. It's radio. <laughs> it's radio. So, someone yeah, kind of I doing a well. gangster sign yeah. or that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm oh, cool. yeah, you think you're cool. But yeah. you, but actually throwing insults at me, actually... It doesn't do you it's, any... It's also not... Be creative about it. I've had a few kind of... Um, what on earth is Mrs Doubtfire doing on um, on Hollyoaks? But I think that's rather funny. I'm like... <laughs> it is quite funny. Yes, I'm Scottish. And yes, yeah. I've got a bob. And, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. But if you want to compare me to a beloved children's television character, yeah. then that's not an insult, then, no. is it? And Robin Williams as and well. And Robin Williams. So that's not an insult not, to me. is it? No. And it's, it's generally very, very nice. But and you, I'm happy about that. But now you're a role model. <gasps> No, does that, does that weigh heavy? I oh, know there is a responsibility, isn't there? There's there's certain things I'd imagine that are different. That makes your life change a little. I have to behave myself a bit. I've I've, <laughs> I've been have you known not been to seen in the streets of, looking no. up in the gutter, <laughs> looking up at the stars for a while. I've been known to have a bit of a potty mouth, which you'll notice I'm keeping well in check. No, here you're not today. doing badly. Yeah. No, so I've got a bit of potty mouth occasionally, and uh, yeah, I can. I can have a bit of a fiery temper when someone rubs me up the wrong way. but um, Mostly politicians, I notice. Oh. <laughs> I, I used to be such a fire, political firebrand, and I still am in certain ways, but I just have to do it in a different way now. Yeah. I just have to do it in a more measured fashion. And like, is that difficult? Like adults do. Yeah, of course it's difficult. Yeah. Um, my, my instincts are to go... Mur, 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 and I just have to stop and think, no, I, I actually have to just be a little bit more thoughtful about what I do so, and it's been very good for me to be honest because it means I, I never let myself kind of boil over and a little vein in my head starts pulsing <laughs> uh, so generally speaking 
I'm a little bit of a calmer, happier. But I mean, I'm a happier person just because I'm doing my dream job. Yeah, makes so much difference. I mean, it? never mind the fact that it's it's a lovely character like Sally or anything. It's the fact that I'm doing my dream job. I'm acting for a living, and and that was always going to be something that I wanted to do. But the the, the, the stats aren't good. You know, only three percent of actors are working at any one time, and only a percent, a tiny percentage of that are on television. And if you look at the amount of people who work on on Britain's five soap operas, that's only two hundred and fifty people in the whole country. Wow, I've not work, thought about it like who that. Who work on so Well, if you think about it, there's, there's about 50 or 60 people, cast in, members. Yeah, Corrie, Emmerdale, EastEnders and Hollyoaks. And the Doctors. Cross, doctors oh, Doctors. All oh, right. It is a sort Cross, Crossroads still on? No. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. that. That They went a bit mental with that. But then, of course, then, then you've got the Holbys and the... And the yeah. Casualties, so they're kind of soap, aren't they? These they're days, kind of, continuing not, drama or something. Yeah, but they're not regarded as soaps no. because they're they're once a week. But they're every week. They're every week, you and they never stop. Never ever stop, do they? No, they, they, they are. They're more continuing dramas. Yes, but we are soap operas because we're on multiple times a week. So that's around that's the adverts the for soap. Around the adverts for soap, <laughs> which is what they, where they came from, didn't they? Exactly. Excellent stuff. Let's just pause there for a second. I have had a request. Oh, good. good. <laughs> Me and you just looked at each other. And went a request. Ring the bell. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Not got a clue who Please to play. Do have some requests. We've we been, love them. We've been asked for Beyonce. This is for Imogen and, and Catherine uh, because Imogen's home from university for the, for Easter, uh-huh. so Catherine's happy. So uh, we haven't got the latest. We don't even know what the latest Beyonce is, do we? Mm. So I know the album Lemonade, which was incredible. But yeah, uh, but we're not going to we're not going to we mess up and play the know. wrong track off there. So we're going to play one that we do know, and it's Crazy in Love. It's the All Out Radio Show. And that was that was bouncy, mm. a, bit bou- a bit of bouncy there, a bit, bouncy. a bit of bouncy. So that was for Imogen and uh, Catherine. Hello, Imogen and Catherine. In Chapel on the Frith. Chapel on the Frith, nice know, place. It's amazing, isn't it? Love it. It is nice. Actually, I drove through the other day. It was snowing. I came back from Norfolk. It's quite high. It snowed. It is. It's, oh, it's yes, a long way away. way yeah. Yes. Never mind. So <laughs> we're talking about you being a role model now and and things. And I can't go on Facebook without you being up for another award. It's been so lovely. Do you, do you just sit there filling them in? Yeah, it's exactly like, what this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, quick, 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 quick. Get me on that one. Do you know what? It's an interesting way you put there because what happens is, is that people nominate me, which is very nice. And then they, they send out a thing and go, oh, congratulations, Annie, you've been nominated. Oh, 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 oh I've oh, just oh, hit oh. your mic there. <laughs> My <I'm> sorry. Lord. <laughs> um, that was, that was so God striking us down. Yes. But then you have to, you have to um, tout for votes. Yes. And How do you feel about that? Very awkward. But at the same time, as my press officer said, um, don't ask, don't get. Yeah. And also, um, you're not touting for yourself. You're also, um, the people who have nominated you obviously want you to win this award. And the only way that you're going to win it, really, is to get public support. Because in the old days, there was never this voting for awards. It just kind of, you were given them by a panel, mostly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the old men in dinner suits. Yes, who kind of passed judgment upon the, uh, the, the the lower classes. But now it's the public who have a say for most of these awards. So, and there's so many of them. There's so many of them, especially LGBT awards. Gosh, there's yeah. so many now. Diversity awards and things like that. Yeah. And so you have to... You have to be out there and say, hey, guys, I've been nominated. This is really nice. Would really appreciate you voting for me. And I found Because that otherwise you'd be seen to rejecting it, I suppose, yeah. if you don't. That's like, exactly what it is. So you, it's that you feel bad asking, but yeah. if you don't, you seem to be rejecting it. And right. there, there are people expecting you to 
to really campaign for it. And that's what I have to do. So I, that's how it's easy in my head to do it. And yes, it is kind of self-serving. It's yeah. my day job. And if, if they vote and get an award, I see it as Hollyoaks getting an award as well. It's not just me. It's it's the show and it's what we do on the show. So um, last year, gosh, there was there was several things. There was... Um, the uh, gosh, do you know what? I'm catching. You've got the, you've got them all there. This is going to sound ridiculous. She's got a folder with all the certificates and gongs in. I don't have a folder. <laughs> 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 Things I have been nominated. She's got. Look, she's opening the thing on a on a file. Look. Look, it's the only way I can kind of work it out. Um, she's just well, just talk once yourself. This now. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's gone to her own Wikipedia page it's because it's. Yeah. Do you write this Wikipedia? No. Oh, do no, you no, not no. someone write this for you? There's someone called Emma Peel's kitten. Uh, I've always wondered who who goes on. They do quite a lot of stuff on Hollyoaks as well, like yeah. locations and things. So they're a Hollyoaks fan, but this particular person seems to update my. Uh, if, if I put something out on Facebook or I put it on my own website, a couple of days later it's on this. That's brilliant. Isn't so it? someone's a fan, and That's I'm ace. delighted. Delighted. I Absolutely. have been on a couple of times, kind of anonymously, to correct a mistake, but generally speaking, it's lovely. So and no, I um, mentioned. I have not on yours. I have yeah. got. There is one mention of me on on Wikipedia. I haven't got my own page. I'm not famous, but like, there is a mention. Oh well. You, you'd be hard pressed to find it, but there you go. Well, so carry on. So it re- is nice re- to read do. out the ears. Read out the awards. Oh god, this is this is ridiculous. Do you so, need a drum roll? Well, last year, Sparkle, who are oh. the national LGBT uh, kind of charity. In who, Manchester based. In Manchester based. Yep. And um, going from strength to strength yeah, at the I'm moment. Really We've well. got a lot of events coming up, which I'll talk about. Talk about that in a second. Um, I, I was nominated for um, uh, trans person um, in the media and um, the National D- Diversity Awards, which is an incredible thing because it's not just about LGBT, it's about diversity of religion and ethnicity and. Um, uh, disability it, it is like the encapsulation of human diversity um, in other words all the minorities get together in one room and the networking is wonderful and uh, the camaraderie is wonderful because it's kind of this um, I wouldn't say it's fighting against the norm I would say what it is against is, ma- white male privilege white male privilege that's a really mm. good way of putting it and um, so I, I was nominated for that and I won that award and, and I was absolutely in floods of tears because I really didn't expect it. I was up against Lenny Henry and Mo Farah and people like that. Are they trans? <laughs> I don't think it was about trans. I think it was about celebrity, Barry. Now, come along. Um, <laughs> we don't know. No, we don't know. No, could be I've just outed them. Sorry. I've just outed them. Um, but I, I, I was cheering for Mo. I, was exp- I wanted Mo to win because yeah. he's such a hero to me um, as to the stuff he's overcome and just, he's like, Brilliant, and they announced my name, and I was so shocked. But it's so proud, a wonderful yeah. thing to happen. And then TV Choice, uh, which is a television magazine best soap newcomer, Icon Awards, which is the Scottish version of the Diversity Awards oh, okay. kind of thing. I was a runner-up for Cultural Icon of the Year. Wow, um, it's crazy, isn't it? I know. And they, but the the big one last year was the uh, the Scottish BAFTA. The Scottish BAFTA. And how do they differ to the to the English ones? Are they connected? Oh well, we, totally. It's it's. Uh, th- th- there are national branches of BAFTA. So there's the Scottish BAFTA, um, Welsh... British, British Academy of Film Television Awards or something, right. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the BAFTA Scotland Awards pretty much is there for Scottish um, actors and actresses and crews and productions. It's to highlight Scottish um, television and, and film, really. That's what it's there to do. 
And um, out of, completely out of the blue last year, um, I got nominated for Best Actress on Television, along with um, Katrina Balfe, who plays um, a character in Outlander, very popular series. Um, it's a kind of time travel thing. Okay. Kind of like modern woman travels what, back in time to... What, what channel is that one on? Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime or oh. Netflix. It's one of the yeah. subscription. And so they're things. involved quite a lot now. They those awards because before it was in my days BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV, wasn't it? You know, yeah, but it's, it. it's right across the media now. Right. Uh, and then of course uh, Ashley Jensen, who's well known for Extras and um, Ugly Betty, and she's currently uh, course, in yeah. um, uh, Catastrophe on Channel Four, which is what she's been, so I'm up against these. These golden globe household names, yeah, golden yeah. globe winners, really. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, well, and I kind of thought, no, I've no, no chance of winning. And just because you know, I'm a little Hollywood actress, and I've only been on it for a year, and I was fine with that. I was like, listen, these women are wonderful, yeah. and I don't mind losing to them at all. Um, Katrina Balfe won quite rightly because she, you know she is amazing performance on that show. But just to be invited to the ceremony and, and be in the company of all these incredible people, met some lovely people. James and are they nice to you? They were so nice you're like, to me. you're the newcomer and you've only got this because suddenly trans is dead popular. Katrina you know. Balfe was lovely. And she sat, she, she, she said, when I saw your clip on the screen, I was convinced you'd actually won. Uh, and I was like, just saying that. She goes, no, genuinely. <laughs> she goes, because what I do is just wander around in a long frock in, in Jacoby in Scotland. But you were actually communicating a real... Yeah. A real story. Wow. And I thought, well, thank you very much. Uh, and then the uh, Ken Loach's um, associate producer, a woman called Rebecca, um, she was up for um, an award for uh, I Am Daniel Blake. Oh, have you seen that? Oh, not yet. I, oh. I've, I've just been so busy. I need to see it. You do. Because it's right on it's, my sheet. It, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so she, the, the, they won the award. Uh and she came up to me later and said, I just think you're fantastic actress. And, th- and I'm, I'm like, yes, but you're, you've been making all these amazing films that I love. So it was such a wonderful thing to go to. And just really flattering thing. And uh, my my, um, my colleagues keep going around and going, yeah, you can't talk to her. She's BAFTA nominated. So, <laughs> no, no. Carry you in on a sedan chair. Gold plated sedan chair. Oh, you've gone partially uh-huh. sedan chair. Very, very important. But the big one that's currently happening is um, the British LGBT Awards. Okay. Which is um, on the 12th of May this year. And I've been nominated for LGBT plus um, Celebrity Rising Star. Wow. Amongst quite a few. That, doesn't that sound like they've made a category for you? No. No, it's it's there every year. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, it is there every year. Um, Person most likely to wear to wear a dress on Hollyoaks is winner is no? yes no no no. no, no I make it. I'm jesting. <laughs> so, so when's can we vote for you on that one? Yes, yes. Okay. So here we go. You see. Okay. Plug no. Go on. Plug we away. Really plug appreciate it. your votes for that because Ho- Hollyoaks um, have been nominated a few years. Um, James Sutton and Keen Richardson were nominated last year in categories, and we're going to talk about them shortly that, as well, aren't we? We will. And um, we might have to be on for another three hours. We might have to. We're running out of time. So yeah, but but they haven't won anything in this particular awards. I don't think I could be wrong about that. But um, it'd be really lovely if Hollyoaks. It's not just me vote for it's Hollyoaks. So um, if you go to the website for the British LGBT Awards and uh, it's have like got, celebrity have the, rising uh, star. Have you got the domain? British um, I believe. Oh, 
Uh, Something you shouldn't be doing while I'm going to do it. I know. I'll, we'll, we'll see if we can find it and we'll we tweet it out. It. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, BritishLGBTAward.com. Is it that one? Let's there have a look. you go. That's quite simple, isn't it? It was. It was it's have a look. Da-da-da-da. Oh, it's a, don't you hate a slow loading website? Uh, so let's play a track in the yes. meantime. Oh, I can see pictures of Ian McKellen. We'll talk about our Ian McKellen thing oh, yeah. in a second. We must do. We're gonna, we are hurtling through these two <laughs> hours. So we're here on the All Out Radio Show uh, with Murray and Annie Wallace. And we're going to play Queen Don't Stop Me Now, which I think is just, you know, Perfect. really quite fitting, isn't it, really? Yeah. So I don't know if there's an intro. We're not, we're not pretending no, to be No, there's not. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Any good at singing? Can you finish this off for us? No. The floating around ecstasy. <laughs> so let's stop you there right God, so, sorry about your radio speakers everyone. I know they've all yes Alexa turn yourself off screaming right so um, we've now found on BritishLGBTAwards.com is the one we've just been talking about yeah in your Celebrity Rising Stars category we have you um, Sarah Alto X Factor you might know from Munro Bergdorf is a DJ model and transgender activist yep um, there's Shannon Beveridge who's a YouTube sensation there's Mahari Black, who's an MP. So I we know the l- youngest MP. Met her in Scotland. Wonderful person. She, she, well, she's a fantastic politician because yeah. she stands up and tells it like it is. Yeah. But she's also a lovely person. Because I see young people who's doing this kind of thing. adores my character in Hollyoaks. So, ah. so Mari was all over me and I'm like, oh, Bobby, you're my heroine. And she's going, you're my heroine. So it was lovely in Scotland. That was at the Icon Awards. I met her. Um, wonderful person. Really lovely. Because the young people often get a bad press with going lazy, lying around, just just oh. obsessed with Facebook. But it's nice to see someone like her. Is he 20? She's 22? Yeah. Doing yeah. this? Which is Mary brilliant. Is just, and she's a passionate It's Mary, is it? It's not... Because I can't say... Ma- it's M- Mary. 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 Yeah. Mary. Okay. Cool. Excellent stuff. Dino Fetcher, who was... Uh, he was in Aden in uh, Banana and Cucumber. It was only really in um, one. Um, I can be... I can in just one episode. Remember. Yeah. Um, but he's on. It was also on a police thing recently that was set in Cheshire, set all around Budworth and things. And I forget oh, his name. Right. It was quite good. He was he was in that. Um, and uh, Matt Lister, who's a slalom canoeist. You don't get many of them round here. No, do you? no, no, not in this part. Of no, no, down the old Mersey. Yeah. Uh, Callum Scott is a singer and finalist in the series of Britain's Got Talent in 2015. I didn't watch that year. No. no. George Shelley. Is he the man on the telly? No. Um, songwriter, radio presenter and actor. Was he in... Um, he was in X Factor. He was in Union J band. Mm. Did he go to the jungle? Was I'm he not one sure. Of those? Possibly. We're so down with the I kids. I know. So Stephanie Hurst, of course, we know. We love Stephanie. Hello, Re- Stephanie. Uh, trans radio <laughs> presenter. And then there's someone called Annie Wallace at the end. Who's that? I don't know. Do you think she's got much hope? No. Nah. No. Not against Stephanie. But she's the last one, <laughs> right down the bottom of the page. Go and vote for there. It'd so be lovely. Other celebrities are yes. available. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> so you're a rising celebrity. Yeah, I suppose. So you get to go to events? I do. Um, I'm occasionally invited to stuff. I don't go to much of them. I'm, I'm invited to a lot of restaurant openings. I don't oh, know yeah. why they do that. <laughs> she said, patting your tummy. Um, <laughs> uh, a larger lady. Um yeah, no, restaurant and bar openings, uh, but which aren't really my scene because it's just standing around chatting with a glass of wine in your hand a lot of the time. It's them using your celebrity to get them in the paper, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Or in the Manchester Evening News. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> which, I've, which 
I'm not in most of the time because I'm not in Manchester. I've been um, in it once. Celeb thing. Yay! Sat here, in fact, was my picture going, hi. <laughs> DJ nominated for award or something. Hurrah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> as far as my celebrity ever got. Um, but occasionally, yeah, get invited to some theatre stuff. And, uh, and we were at, an, we were at a, a, a do the other week, weren't we? Oh, we were indeed. And we both sat here and went, we thought we were going to a nice little intimate do to meet Ian McKellen at the People's History Museum where there's a fab new exhibition about... Um, kind of fight for rights and, yeah, and called, things. It's called Not Going Underground. Not Going Underground. And it's kind of got a lot of memorabilia from uh, the, the the fight for gay rights um, in Manchester and beyond. But a lot of artefacts uh, makes it sound like it's prehistoric. <laughs> they've dug us up. They've dug us up. <laughs> they've, they've drained the canal and they've found these uh, yeah, old Stuff. bottles of poppers. Yeah. Yes. But so, it, more just kind of um, pamphlets, uh, campaigning literature. And banners, and they like banners. a lot of banners at the People's History Museum, and I don't they? Yeah, and there's, there's some iconic exhibits, like uh, the, the, the decorated um, mirrorball police helmet that someone uh-huh. wore on, on Pride in March recently, and um, Hayley Cropper's iconic red anorak oh. in a little glass case. Excellent stuff, because they've also, in there, they've got Michael Foote's coat from the miners' strike that he wore <laughs> as well, so they like coats there. That's a so, good thing. So I'm I'm a uh, I've not mentioned it before. Uh, I'm a trustee of the uh, Proud Trust. I thought oh, I've got an invite for that. I thought there'll just be a few of us there. Yeah. I told my mother I'm off to meet Ian McKellen, and me and Neil went, and and the chair of of the Proud Trust. We turn up, everyone I've ever met. <laughs> Ever met was there. Everybody, and you couldn't. You could barely get through the door of the People's History Museum. It was so busy. It was so hot as well. We're I all know. boiling. I could just see you in the distance down the front. It was like a hundred people away. Yeah, I, was, I didn't yeah. even get to meet him. Did you? No, no. He was up there, and I thought really nice to say hi and, and yeah. that kind of thing. You know, actors. And all I that wore a shirt, which I realised maybe looked like Noel Edmonds on uh, Deal or No Deal. But uh, <laughs> I thought I don't often wear this shirt. I'll wear this, and we couldn't get anywhere near it. No. One little token for some wine. So it was brilliant that it was massively supported. Yes. But we didn't was. get a picture with our arm round Serena. No, no. And then, of course, I'm, I'm terrible with that anyway. I never ask for selfies. I'm happy to no, do I selfies, wouldn't. but I find it very difficult. So people go, um, when I, was to, I went to London, I was invited to um, a thing, uh, Jeremy Corbyn's um, reception room. Oh, yes. For the launch of LGBT History Month. That's the one where he. he, flo- he Fluffed, fluffed it, used the of. word choice. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 yes, but you know what? We all kind of went, that's not the right word. But after the end of his speech, someone came straight up to him and says, you know, it's not a choice. And he went, oh, God, is that what I said? I'm so sorry. Because he wasn't reading off a script. He was reading, he was just speaking mm. off the top of his he's head. He's not media savvy, is he? No, like, he's, he's not, not trained media savvy. Like he's not. He's more passionate than that. Yeah. And I, I, I can forgive someone making a mistake rather than someone who's deliberately gone out of their way to kind of make a point. And, of course, he got pilloried for it, but he was so apologetic, like, oh, God, I'm really, really sorry. Of course it's not a choice. But then this is, this is a man who's campaigned for LGBT rights since the 1970s, for God's sake, and you're pilloring him over one word? I got incredibly cross about that. It's like, look at intent. Look at the intent of a person. Mm. Don't just criticise him for a word. You know, there's better fish to fry than that. But that's what the press does, doesn't it? They love it. That's why you're so... You you can't say anything. No, I've got to be very careful. You worry. Yeah. So, no, but... We might uh, be in the Daily Mail tomorrow, me and you. What should we say? I hope not. Uh, no, can you imagine? But no, so I'm, of course I'm, I'm in the presence of Mr Corbyn and everyone else is getting selfies with him and I'm like, I can't ask, I can't ask, it's too embarrassing. So I never have photos of me with famous people and I'm fine with that. I have the memories. We're of, a bit cool around here, aren't we? Manchester. Yeah, I think we are. We're a bit kind of, yeah, grit and dust. Yeah, we go in the air. She thinks she's famous. Yeah. You know, she'll come back down again in a bit. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> 
So I'm going to play. Oh, hang on, Jimmy Love. Let me just put you there. Uh, a bit small town boy for a second. Oh, uh, while we, uh, we gather our thoughts, and it's one of my favourite songs. Mm-hmm. Little Jimmy Somerville. Did I ever tell you? No, I did. About this time I had a fight with him in a bar in Amsterdam. But no, anyway, that's, uh, that's not for this show. He's smaller uh, than you. Boogie. He is. He did, and he was kind of held away while he was on his arm. You know, when someone, like in a cartoon, uh, holds him in his head, but his arms are still flailing away <laughs> trying to hit me. Anyway, that's by the way. So, uh, Annie Wallace. Hi. You all right, love? I'm fine. We're on the last 15 minutes. We've been doing this for two hours, and it's just <laughs> amazing. It's been it's really, really gone good. gone like a flash. It has. But <laughs> I mentioned before I was in Norfolk. My mum lives in Norfolk. She's 74. Bernard Marty's country. Yeah, exactly. Which is a, a line also from uh, a private function, which is, she's 74. Oh. Uh, and so life's a bit different for my mother. And uh, you don't realise, actually, how life is different for a 74-year-old. And, of course, she's from a different era. Yes. So we're driving along at probably 25 miles an hour <laughs> down this main road in Norfolk, looking at the big skies. And she's going, this trans thing's everywhere, isn't it? She said, you can't open a newspaper or turn on the television without trans being everywhere kind of shoved down your throat and I was like well it's it's a good thing um, for some people it's to show that there are people out there that are trans and it'll really really help someone to go actually I'm trans and put my hand up yeah. and she's going well it didn't happen in my day and I was like well <laughs> you know that's why we've got a lot of older people coming out as trans now and not mm-hmm. Not when they were when they were fifteen and and younger, she said, but it is the children I worry about. I was like, oh. I, said, I don't think you, I said you couldn't make me gay just by watching Dick Emery on the telly, love. No. Larry Grayson did not make me gay. No, exactly. You know. So what do you say when someone says that kind of thing to you? I don't want to get you on a soapbox or, no. you know, I'm not expecting you to give us all the answers. But what what do you feel about when someone's you know? And the, in the press recently, yeah. there has been a lot of trans things, and mm. it's been trans week. Yeah, it's really, trans, it? trans 2017, unfortunately. Yeah. Just as 2015 seemed to be incredibly positive. Hi, yes. And uh, and that, obviously, there's a backlash to that from the others, as we call them. Um, and the that, others. The others, the people who don't want progress, the people who don't want to hear about uh, LGBT rights, who, who you know, uh, the word uppity want, could be used. Don't want um, them coming over here and taking our jobs kind of people. Uh, yes, exactly. Change, it's don't like, like change. We don't care what you do behind closed doors, but yes. don't take it out into the street. Yeah. Yes. It's like, well, I'm going to because I need to get to work, love. Um, <laughs> I need to go shopping. I need to go shopping. Uh, it's, it, it is a backlash uh, and entirely predicted. We, we, we kind of knew this. It would be like, well, you, you can't have the yin without the yang because there is so much entrenched homophobia in society and transphobia that it's, it's kind of... When, when steps are made or taken forwards... There has to be a reaction from the right wing who don't want it. But the very nature of being conservative with a small c is the the, the non-desirous of change. Yes. And the idea in their head is that by granting rights to a minority will somehow remove rights from them. Yes. And yet that is not how it works. Make their life a little harder. Yes, but it doesn't affect them in any shape or form. It will only affect them if they have a trans person in their family, in which case they have to get their heads around it like adults, or if they're you know in a place of work where it means they can't slag them off anymore because that's not the done thing, <laughs> like they've been doing every day as trans yeah. people. Um, so that's how it would affect them. So the whole 
principle of them coming out, and I'm talking about the right-wing press especially, who have been particularly nasty this year, um, is we don't we have to stop this we have to stop this progress because we don't like it it's affecting us it makes us unhappy and then of course the phrase comes out as you said think of the children the children children. we're all mothers here as my other half says just well if you were thinking about the children you would want the children not to be desperately unhappy and taking their lives like the 48 percent of trans people who uh, young trans people particularly who attempt suicide many of whom succeed um, so imagine that number half of trans youth attempt suicide seriously attempt suicide mm-hmm. not just cry for help that's a, a appalling figure and it applied to any other section of society that would be a, oh my god what's happening here this is terrible but apparently that's alright because they're trans so because they're not full people they're not, they're not real people they're, it's a lifestyle choice you never going to make any contribution to the world no and also no. you know slightly perverted yeah oh, that, yeah. that, that wonderful word we've not word. even gone there would we no, no that gets pulled out of the hat occasionally yes so you know um, I, I knew oh that person doesn't what agree what I was no or, or maybe <laughs> honk if you agree uh, I knew that I was not trans but I knew that something was wrong when I was five years old I was on holiday at Butlins in Ayr and I realised Butlins that did it Butlins converted me yes, yes that's right holiday camp yes. <laughs> it's, it's a chalets <laughs> and the red it was coats like, it was it red it's Sue Pollard as, and, and uh, Ruth Maddock <laughs> yeah that's what it was uh, and I knew uh, that was an epiphany moment at, at the age of five years old now if that happened to me I have had countless people who have um, emailed and, and, and contacted me about it because I'm a big supporter of mermaids which you had oh, Susie, Susie on lovely Susie yeah, um, yeah. Uh, who are you know they're dedicated people to try and help children that's not help them they're not they're not enablers they're not um, pushers they're there to help pushers. young people yeah well that's <laughs> do, what it is do you drive around in a van and pull people in and <laughs> yeah. go you've got to be trans you've got to be trans now yeah. because we've got to keep the numbers up um, no they're there to help children d- define whether or not they are trans or not and if they are trans then they deserve um proper counselling and if necessary treatment later when they're later teenagers there's no treatment, there's no drugs or anything that get given to young trans children, it doesn't happen it's all about their identity and supporting that identity for as long as they wish to keep it up um, there is this horrible thing about uh, dis- the, the desistance myth, I'll say that again the desistance myth oh I've not heard of this one and what it is, it's this um, study that was done in the 1970s saying that uh, about 80% of trans children... Um, Leave go, my I'm machines sorry, alone, I've got woman. wavy hand syndrome <laughs> on. Uh, 80% of um, children who claim that they are trans revert back to their former role um, years later okay. and regret. Rubbish. They did a study of gender-variant children, and that means tomboys, it means effeminate boys it means right across the spectrum not not necessarily children who have gone I am a girl, I am a boy um, it, was a, it was a very small study of about a couple of hundred and from that they extrapolated that number all the current evidence supported by um, the gender identity clinics in London and the rest of the place, mermaids themselves and their own statistics, um, there's only about 5% of actual trans children will actually turn and revert back and then they do it because they're sort of um, thank you for helping me discover yeah, exactly. myself yes. and now I know it's not for me 
very, very small minority. But thank you for giving me the opportunity for trying it out. And and for supporting my my feelings yes. and, and not denying them or oppressing or or brutalising me. Or, f- or forcing me. Forcing. Oh, you're going to be... Tra- I've always wanted a trans daughter, trans son. Such rubbish. You're going to wear this forevermore. It's like... Yeah. No. No. So anyway, I, I, that's all I want to say about that. It's just that the right-wing media, they have a campaign at the moment, which is every week they're going to put a story in. And yep. some people, like uh, Jenny Murray, at, Julie Bindle... We? Yeah, the... the, the Unfortunately, some um, very prominent feminists have a very strict thing about trans people are not real women. And they also never mention trans men. Yes. They always talk about trans women because that's the people that they feel threatened by. And then you say, yeah, but how do you feel about trans men? Oh, we're not talking about that. It's like, come on. So anyway. Which is almost back to the Queen Victoria not believing that lesbians existed because mm-hmm. then it's, you know, we'll just ignore them or we'll just concentrate on one part of it. Yeah. Because that's what gives us a bit of bile that we can spew. Well, and even up to present day, you know, um, the, 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 criminal, um, the criminal act against homosexuality that was repealed um, f- 50 years ago this year, mm-hmm. um, uh, th- 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 there was never a law in the statutes making... Uh, being lesbian um, illegal it was illegal to be hom- homosexual male but not a homosexual female mm-hmm. because it was all down to the act the sexual act um, I'm sorry I'm getting really into it this time of the day but generally speaking that's what it comes down to ignorance and stupidity and, and we have to fight against it and we do it through dialogue and that uh, some people are, are determined to be more pro- more proactive about it and I kind of sit on the fence with it by going I want to be everything i will i will campaign but i will also try and speak to people and go you know come on guys i was five years old hmm. i was knew. a trans child yeah so you know look at it like this and what was it like growing up awful. knowing that yeah. absolutely awful every single day and i'm not going to talk about the bullying even no. but, but just every single day when you're it just occupies your time because you know you're in the wrong place Brilliant. okay so let's just so we're at the end we are thank really you running for out that of time. no i, I think know. that's brilliant <laughs> Let's. People want to know what's next for uh, for Sally. What's next for Sally? Well, Sally, um, you're not going to you're not going to find yourself it's driving off a bridge or um, no, a tram the... crumbing through the shop window or anything like that in the next few weeks. I am in it for the duration at the moment, Excellent which stuff. is absolutely wonderful. Uh, and certainly, uh, this next little stint that we're about to embark on in the next few weeks, it's really all about Sally's love life, and it's about trying to find someone. You know, getting a new flat and um, and kind of maybe having a little crush on someone. Maybe think it, it, it's it's less about Sally at school. It's more about Sally's personal Sally. life. Oh, okay. So um, and we're going to go into that quite a lot this year. And there's lots of ups and downs, unfortunately. So, uh, but lots of drama to be something had. for you to get your teeth into. Something to get my teeth into. Absolutely right. And she's around for a bit, is she? Do you think? Oh, I think she's around for a bit. She's not going anywhere in the in short term or necessarily long term but you know it's never guaranteed but no it's nothing all good. it's, it's the, the fickle world of television yeah but at the Excellent. moment i'm sticking brilliant <laughs> you have been absolutely fabulous love thank you love. i could talk to you for another couple of hours I know. We're we stuck. could carry on we're stuck by time. we are stuck 